Hi, this is Ray Park. I play Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon Podcast. Check it out, listen, make sure the force is strong. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. and gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon episode 192 my name is ross jedi j the jedi ross jm clark welcome back to the l5j studios it's always good to be here with you kids this week we bring you c2e2 part two but before we dive into that i'd just like to make a little bit of an announcement i got some news kids an elegant weapon is very proud to announce that we are now members of podcast detroit That's right, podcastdetroit.com. Check it out, kids. Michigan has a very special place in my heart, and I'm very, very proud to be bringing a little bit of Canadian nerd flavor down to the D. So check it out on podcastdetroit.com. Many, many other fine shows there as well. So thanks to uh, Bob and Dave for bringing me on. Really appreciate being part of the team. I can't wait for Motor City Comic Con, of course, May 13. That's coming up very, very soon. Uh, But here, let's focus on the here and now, which is C2E2, part two, right from the trenches as where our gorilla pod should be coming to you from, kids. I've got some amazing artist conversations to bring you. We are going to begin with a fellow Torontonian, in fact. We're going to keep it Canadian, keep it Canuck for the beginning. We talk with Scott Hepburn. Uh, Scott Hepburn is an amazing artist. I got to know him many, many moons ago through his work on Star Wars. Uh, he is now currently working with CM Punk doing Drax of Guardians of the Galaxy. And holy shit, kids, you need to see this art. I was lucky enough to get to see some of his uh, inks and pencils uh, at C2E2. And holy crap, this boy has just stepped it up. Check out Drax. If for anything check it out for the art because scott hepburn is absolutely killing it so i chat with scott a bit we talk about raid which if you're not familiar with raid if you're not from the toronto area uh, we'll tell you all about it uh after scott hepburn you're going to hear a conversation with longtime friend my spirit animal and yours mr j fosgett we discuss his uh soon to be completed issue number five of rocket and groot for marvel comics also he's got dead duck and zombie chick coming from source point press this year as well of course we discuss a little bit of Bodie troll and other things 
Good times indeed. Uh, after Jay Fosgett, you're going to hear a conversation with Bob Sally. I finally got to meet Bob Sally. Bob Sally is a writer out of Massachusetts, uh, down from the Boston area. So uh, we chat. We chat about his book, Salvagers, and other things. Uh, the Salvagers is an awesome book from Bob, and he's going to tell you all about it. Uh, we were online friends for a little while, and uh, he didn't disappoint. Great conversation. Great, awesome dude. Uh, definitely want to sit down with him and have a full hour chat sometime. Hopefully sooner rather than later we'll have a chat with Bob, but you'll hear his chat for now from C2E2. After Bob Sally, you're going to hear someone who has before graced an elegant weapon. Uh, I've chatted uh, before and had very good conversations with Mr. Josh Dahl. Josh Dahl is a smarty pants. Uh, he's he's an intelligent guy, and I really enjoy uh, rapping with his brain, Mr. Josh Dahl. He is the writer of Rapid City Below Zero. In fact, he is going to be at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con coming up very soon, April 22nd to the 24th. Also, his compadre, Mr. Sean Langley, will be there. It's going to be such a crazy show, because you know that I'm going to be there. An Elegant Weapon will be there, as well as POI covering the stakes, as Jimmy McKnight and El Hawkes Josh Hawks also will be in the house. It's going to be good times. Come down to Philly. Check it out. Pennsylvania. Uh, and then after talking to Mr. Josh Dahl, uh, we have a discussion with my favorite artist working today. His name is Ryan Lee. And if you're not familiar with Ryan Lee, you are missing the fuck out. Uh, I'm a big fan of very deta very detailed, characterized, bizarre art. I guess you could describe it. And uh, even though Ryan Lee can do it all, that's the part of him that is a uh, favorite for me. I mean, he's worked for Marvel, IDW, Valiant. He's done tons of stuff. Uh, the Naturals was his book. You should check that out. But if I can recommend anything, you must follow Riley Art at Riley Art on Facebook and Instagram, especially Instagram. Uh, it's, it's, it's a plethora. It's a treasure trove of madness. Uh, just expressed through one of the most detailed hands I've ever seen. Uh, he blows my mind all the time, and uh, I hopefully he'll blow yours as well. But right across the board here, everyone I talked to the, on this episode was super, super, super dope. Just amazing. Uh, not a single glitch in this lineup. I'm incredibly proud of this episode and i'm incredibly proud of the conversations that i had with all involved so i hope you enjoy hearing them as much as i enjoyed having them again scott hepburn jay fosgett bob sally josh Dahl, and ryan lee c2e2 part two kids booyah Funny running into you here. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, what are the odds, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that's my first time out here to see yeah. so I haven't been here. I came to the first one, and I think that was eight years ago. Really? I used to do that Rosemont show, the Wizard show up in. They would call it Wizard World Chicago, but it's actually in Rosemont, which is like going to Brampton and okay. saying you're in Toronto. All right, right. But right. Uh, that was the first big show I ever did was a Chicago show. So I. I I like coming here. Fun. Yeah. You get around. How many conventions do you do in a year? Do I'm not too fun? busy. I'm getting busier now that Drax is a right. is a regular right. thing, and I'm getting I'm getting offers. But I uh, 
try and make a priority of my time spent drawing the book. Right. So, right. yeah. Well, it was really cool because my good friend, Jay Fosgett. Yeah. Uh, if you're familiar with Jay Fosgett. Nope. Jay Fosgett has been uh, doing uh, My Little Pony for okay. a while and stuff. And he's going to be doing issue five of Rocket and Group. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Then what do I hear? That uh, fellow Torontonian, Mr. Scott Hepburn, is going to be doing Drax. Yeah. And that's cool because, of course, I came to you from Star Wars. Right. And, uh, you know, that's how I actually even got into comics mainly at a certain point with Star Wars. So uh, how'd this come about, man? Did they just kind of handpicked or? Yeah, just uh, through excellence. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. uh, I think just slowly, editors, you start to get to know people, Man. and uh, my style's sort of been growing and like getting more cohesive. And I think I'm, I'm just getting better as an artist. And yeah. uh, this project sort of popped up right when I was available, and it, it all sort of fit. Like, I wouldn't have guessed that this would have been a book for me. But now that I'm doing it, it's perfect. It's unbelievable. It's like, you're killing it. At least, thank you, like, sir. I haven't seen the book yet, but looking from your pages, right. unbelievable stuff. It's super fun. It's been fun to watch you grow, man. Because yeah, I cool. Mean, what, I probably got my first sketch from you maybe like 10 years yeah. ago now. It's been a while, a long eh? time ago. And you were doing Star Wars, like Clone Wars style. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit different. And to come to what you're doing now, some of these, some of these graphics are insane. Man. I've been working. Yeah. I've been working at it, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 Yeah, it's good to, I mean, I still feel like I'm, like, halfway to where I need to be. Okay. So well, it every, never ends, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So every so. every book I do, every time I do a new bunch of so commissions, I have to be, I'm like, this has to be better than anything I've ever done before. Yeah. Well, especially when you're in a position where there's a lot of hype, not just because Guardians is popular now because of the movie. Yeah. But uh, CM Punk sure. writing the book. Sure. Yeah, just even more attention to it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's a fantastic yeah. spot. People are going to see it, it yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, was it like working with him? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's it's just, he's just another dude who wants to make comics. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. relationship is the same as any other writer, you know? He sends his ideas, and I talk about, you know, what about this scene, and what did you mean for that detail, and can you send me ref for that alien thing, or right, whatever. Right. It's, you know, he's just a like comic guy. Writer, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah for sure. That's really cool that, uh, you know, it's cool when you can take a career, and then something else you love, because of just your fame of it, you yeah, step yeah. into something <laughs> yeah, else yeah. and try it. But, he, I mean, honestly, his pages are solid. Like, he's a real, he's a real writer. He's, he's funny, his scenes are... Yeah. Are cool and, and unique. I've and heard him on quite a few podcasts, and he's passionate. yeah, he's, he's passionate. He's knowledgeable. He's as really well. into like, it. It's really obvious. Yeah. you know what I mean. So super cool. Uh, let's touch on Raid for a minute. Sure. Because Raid is a it's kind of a special thing that Toronto has going on. Yeah, man. Because uh, I talk about a lot to people uh, how Toronto's just so massive. Yeah. And there's kind of these little crews. You got your Brampton crew and your soccer crew mm-hmm. and this and that. Uh, but then you got your core in the downtown, like guys like you. Yeah. And Raid. It's hard to describe. It's, it's like a club, would you call it, you know? Uh, I mean, a workshop, it's, a studio. Like it's you? a collective, I guess, is yeah. the best term. Yeah. None of us work. A comic gang. None of us are beholden to any. Like, we're not a business, although we do do business together, and we're not, we're not like, exactly a. You're not a company. We're not a right, company. Yeah, there's no we're money. Friends first. Exactly. Yeah, so the yeah. priority is like people come in and if we're all getting along and yeah, we're yeah. all on the same side. How do you enjoy it? Do you like it? Oh, it's for the comics? 
Yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's for a friend of mine. Oh, okay, no problem. Yeah. No problem. He wanted to get a CM Punk, so I didn't know he was here also. And I literally thought I didn't bring it, and then I was digging through my bag, and I had it mixed in with other comments. I'm like, okay, good. All good. Well, it. at least someone's enjoying it. That's fantastic. Very cool. It's, it's just, it's a unique thing that, that started, that everyone yeah, got I together. Yeah, I mean, it means a lot to me. The group, it's really just my friends. It's like a, But wait, how does that happen? Because you were, you're not an original. What do you mean? You're no, not an original no. member, there was, right? There was a group of four or five of them, and they just wanted a workplace, so they rented a spot out, and they thought Royal Academy of Illustration Design... Thank you. ...sounded, uh, you know, hilarious and, that like, assumptive. Is for? I didn't even know it was Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. It, I mean, it sounds uh, very... It's okay, to. I can do okay. signings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. The idea was to, I think, make it sound lofty and official <laughs> when they were really just a bunch of well, dudes. Well, Canadian sounding. Thank you very much. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we still get a lot of phone calls of like, when do you, can I register for classes? Can You know, oh, are you really? taking on interns? Yeah. That's like when that. you're like, no, call, call Ty. Yeah, go, yeah. Go jump in the boot camp and see what's going yeah. on, you know? Uh, it's really cool. I'm a Clarkson kid. Okay. Uh, you know, Mississauga, like sure. Aaron Mills, Southtown area. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because I was at Fan Expo last year and I'm, I'm chatting with Ty. And, you know, I got all these comic questions ready. And yeah. I mentioned Clarkson for some reason and he's from a street away from me. Oh, right on. And he just loses it. And we start talking. We just talk about Clarkson for like half an hour. But what a great guy. It's yeah. It's so much support in Toronto as far as passing it on. That sure. We're very, very lucky in the area, you know? Yeah, we, I mean. You know what I noticed? It's meant a lot to my career. It, it, you really need to be a part of a team like that. So like, like, I'm not exceptional in any way, and it, it was a long, slow growth to get good enough to do the work I want to do. But having other pros who are already well past you to like at least see what they're doing right, and, and they can show you what you're doing wrong, and then just know what the job is from the inside, like really see what the work is like on a day-to-day basis. This shit is exceptional. Thank like, you, friends. I'm, I'm Thank you. Like, you people have to see it. Just the perspective. When you got, to make Drax look tiny, you have a big dragon like yeah, yeah. and eyes, like, it's fantastic. Cool. Stuff. I'm glad. Yeah, cool. I'm glad. So, is Raid like a... Can you join? Or is it yeah. a natural, organic I mean, we have thing? spots. Uh, we have full-time spots, and we have what we call hotel spots, where people sort of come in for short-term basis. We're all full up right now. But we've had people come in for a year and then move on and a couple months if they're like in Toronto for the summer and we happen to have a table open or some stuff like that. Okay. Uh, mostly it's a pretty solid crew of me and Marcus Toe and Francis well, Manipal yeah. and Ramon Perez, Calvin Andershofsky. That was just like an all-star list that it's all from Toronto. Yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy, man. But we haven't been all-stars all that long, you know what I mean? Like, it's we've all kind of happened at the same time. Yeah. In the last five years, we've all sort of leveled well, up. even though five years is short, that's still, like... Yeah. Sure. Not, you know... It's not overnight. a good chunk of time. Yeah, man, yeah, like, for like, sure. Build it up, yeah. It, it's fun, though. Toronto, Toronto's got this reputation. Like, because you know nobody knows that these are all Canadians. No, I know. You know what I, I mean? Know. And yeah. it, it, it's fun that the contingent can go around. Sure. Do you guys actually plan it that way? Do you try to do all the conventions together? Does one person can, organize? I mean, or? Yeah, it helps. It helps people if they can like put us in rooms together. It saves a bit on, you know, it's a bit of a selling point if we can be sort of more easily right, right. accommodated. <laughs> uh and like we will want to sit together and hang out together. I mean, 
It's just funner to travel if you got a group of friends with you. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I won't take up too much of your time, Scott. That's all right, man. Uh, really, I'm totally serious. It's exceptional. Like, you're oh, thank like, you, man. killing it. Thank I, you, sir. You know, it's, it's good stuff. I hope it continues on. And uh, I'm, for sure, a while, anyway. I'm sure more stuff will even be coming your way. Is there anything else you're working on, or you're just really concentrating on that right now? Uh, I just did a cover for Marcus's uh, uh, indie book called Joyride, okay. which comes out... Uh, in the coming months anyway it's a book for boom uh, oh, nice. and I'm always working on my own personal projects but nothing I can like right, 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 announce or anything yeah, like no, that no, no, yeah you, Drax yeah. is really my you know my main my main focus right now it's it, it's, it's plenty right right <laughs> it's plenty right. to keep track of uh, kids this is Scott Hepburn uh, this is my voice going eh? I've been talking so much this puberty's weekend. hard on everybody oh it's rough dude it's rough um, yet another name who is joining the very long list of fine fine Canadian artists uh, keep watching for his stuff dude thank, thank you, you very so much, much. Man. we'll see you back home yeah happy to talk to you right on. I was going to be all nice, come over here and be like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm now speaking with Jay Fosgate's Marvel artist, extraordinaire. I'm hungover extraordinaire. Yeah? Oh, I was actually pretty surprised with how good I was feeling this morning. Oh, I've got yeah. a headache I can't shake. I've ate half a bottle of aspirin. Oh, man. Yeah. I got some Tylenol. That's all right. Nothing's doing a job. I've taken everything. I've drank all the water in the world. I know what you need. I think that's got a migraine, maybe. I don't know. Could be. In here, you're constantly dehydrated, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. Not, I'll survive. But right. anyway. Uh, it's still going well, though? It's going great. It's great to hear. No, it's it's been a terrific show. It's always a terrific show. Yeah. I, I'd say after the Toronto shows, this is probably my second best and second favorite oh, yeah. of the big shows. Right, right. Because I got favorite smaller shows, too. Right, right. Your commissions have been out of this fucking world this weekend. Thank you so much. really. Like, not a blip. Each one is like, right on. I appreciate it, you know. It's it's tricky because I got a lot of ponies commissions. Uh And much as I I work on the book, I love working on the book, but I'm not as knowledgeable of some of the ponies as other artists. So I had to do my homework. Yeah. How does it work? Like, okay, break it down for what you've done for ponies, then. What I've done for ponies, about six issues now in the past year and a couple months, you okay. know, give or take, and uh, I just kind of fell backwards into ponies because I was recommended to the editor of the series because of my art style, which is very cartoony. Right. And uh, it's been really cool because Hasbro, my editor, and IDW at large trust what I do, trust me as a cartoonist, and they like my style, so I have kind of a free hand to interpret it as I will. Right, right. Most fans seem to dig it. A couple fans have take an issue with the fact that it's not spot on with the cartoon or whatever. Yeah, you dick in Toronto. <laughs> but by and large, though, the fans have been really cool, particularly at this show. Seems that way. I've had right? a lot of love from fans saying, I love the way you do ponies. It's different from what other people do. Right. And that's what I want to hear. Right. Uh, there's, there's other pony people here, too. Isn't there a writer? Do Katie you... Cook is over right, here. Katie. She's like the main writer and one of the artists. Andy Price is probably the prominent artist um, as well. Tom? Something or other? Yeah, or? Tom Stoller, right over okay, here. He's yeah. one of the ponies artists. Yeah. Has his own books through IDW. Right He's a jack of all trades in comics. So. Is there a little bit of a camaraderie between the ponies? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, like a lot of us came up together. Like I've been friends with Katie Cook for about eight years before she even started working on ponies. Right. Uh, right. I knew Andy since he was doing more adult-oriented 
cartooning. It's kind of coincidental that you all end up on My Little Pony. It's because we all have been schlepping at conventions for the past decade, so we came up the ranks with each other. And, and have a similar... Yeah, all those, yeah, well. us yeah. cartoony people gravitate to one another, right. so yeah. it just happened we all ended up on the same yeah. franchise, and it's a great little group. Now, it's really cool that, of course, even as a kind of a cartoonist, of course you want to work, do something for Marvel one day. That's, that's just a given. Yeah. But I know you, and I know in your own head that you are reasonable enough to understand that it was a harder shot for you. Yeah. To end up in comics because that's not, you know, you don't do a typical comic book style. No, not the typical comic book style. And to now be the artist for Rocket and Groot. Yeah, issue five. I will be the artist on that particular issue. And I have the added honor of having been asked personally by Scotty Young, who writes the book, to be a part of it. So amazing. Yeah, it's once, you know, I won the golden ticket like Willy Wonka, so I'm very happy. Well, you know, I I bet you really feel like you owe Scotty Young a debt of gratitude for what he's broken through in the industry doing. That's that's the truth. I tell everybody that. He changed the whole outlook of how you could do certain comics. Yes, Scotty made it apparent that cartoony guys can draw superhero books and have the fans be cool with it. Right. You know, because it was such a trick before then that people just wouldn't have it. Yeah. You know? You had guys like Sam Keith, if you remember Sam Keith, oh, yeah, who kind yeah. of bridged that superhero and cartoony had, uh, thing. Twitch and, uh, or Sam and Twitch. Yes, and, Sam and uh, Twitch. He did the Max. The Max, the Max. Mm-hmm. yeah, right, right. So he was the closest we came at Scotty is, you know, genuine cartooniness. And so he knocked down that wall for guys like me. And, uh, you know, myself, Katie Cook, uh, I'm trying to think some other cartoony guys have had opportunities to do covers and interiors for Marvel. And it's, it's so cool to get to work on these characters we've loved for so long but have never been able to do professionally for, before right. this. Well, it kind of cosmically came together that Guardians got big. And yeah. Rocket and Groot is the type of story that could be told in an issue in your style. That's you know? it. You yeah. know, Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, made it okay to be silly in superhero comics, which is all that I'm about, right. so perfect, perfect, nice. you know? That's too much fun, and it's really cool for me, you doing being on that book, and uh, Mr. Scott Hepburn from Toronto now doing Drax. That's so it's, awesome. It's, it's amazing, man. It's, Look at you. It's fun. Bridge, yeah. Bridging I know the some two. people. Yeah, I know you a do. few people, Jay Fosgett. You're a rock star no of comic journalism, you, so, oh, well, please. We're on. That's honestly... It's happened a few times this weekend, not a toot a horn or anything, but I have had random people, like, when they hear who I am, have heard the show. You and have they enjoyed a, the show. Because you've got a presence, you know your stuff, you got an iconic look. What is this look a lot of these talking about? You I look got like the every hat. other comic book you artist fall. here. I got a flat cap and sideburns. You like. look, no, you, you're kind of like Popeye. You have this iconic look. You really, you look like a scrapper, so it's like, nice. most podcasters nice. look... Like a goon. Is that, is that what yeah, you look like a goon. You look like a thug, and that's appeals to people. Oh, so. that's good times, Jay. You're great. <laughs> Complimentary, of but course. But it's just neat when you, it's such a weird thing, because this is Chicago. I'm Chicago. Why is some guy in Chicago listening to my fucking podcast? Like, it, it, you know why? Because Chicago is the America's Toronto. That's why. This is true. There's a very similar bridge there. We, they both got Second City. Yeah. Uh, hockey is big in both cities. Very close. You can make a lot of connections. Yeah. And the accents aren't altogether different. There's there's some very unique accents between the two. We had a really big talk about accents last night when we were super drunk for some reason. Yeah. Breaking them down and stuff. Oh, and the, the unique. I love that Midwest accent. It's an ass. Yeah. Like, an like we're a bunch of you sheep. Like yeah. Casey and Kelly, in a way, and Melody all talk like that. Kelly know? almost has a Minnesota accent. If you listen to Minnesota? her talk, 
Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah oh yeah, my yeah. God, she has that oh kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's wonderful indeed as well. I man. love and Kelly. So yeah. Good stuff. I'm excited. Motor City again this year. You it's better be... be there. You better not oh, back I'm out. Already there. I got my press badge, and they're waiting. Are you bringing Aaron? Oh yeah, yeah. Good. She's coming along. She's partying yeah. with us. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be good times. Before that, of course, we have Philly. Uh, yeah, which month, you which and I are both going to be rocking out, Philly. Time. Oh, it's going to be a thrill. Oh, man, it's so good of my very good friend and longtime sponsor, Mr. Stan Kanopka of yep. Nemesis Studios. And he, they came to him, and they were like, look, can you help us out with this? And he took full advantage of every friendship and, like, hookup he's made and has put together a fucking hell of a show. Dude. Well, like, and I owe you for connecting me with him because oh, I wouldn't have been able to be a part of that show otherwise. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, what do we got, people? What, what? Would you uh, like me to sign that for you? Yeah, would you mind? I'd yeah. love to, yeah. Thank you. Oh, and what you're signing, of course, is your uh, Gwenpool variant for Avengers stand-up. Yeah, yeah. This was a lot of fun, and Marvel made some prints of this and just brought them to the show, and I've had a lot of these come up to my table, so I'm thrilled because... Oh, wait, he didn't just pick this up off your table? Or... No. Oh, where is Marvel's it? giving these out. What? But that, as I understand it. Oops. So, that's all right. Right, right. Um, did uh, did the potential Gwenpool cosplay ever show up? Yes, she did. I got a great photo. Oh, nice! I and, can't wait to see it. And her it. daughter was uh, her daughter was regular Gwenpool, and she dressed up as my version, which is called Gwen Poodle, right, because right, of right. the '50s idea yeah, yeah. outfit. So uh, yeah, it's it's been really cool. When someone cosplays as something you design, that's the ultimate honor. So it's so much fun, dude. I know, man. Same thing happened for uh, I've told you about my uh, friend Kevin Joseph from Florida, the book Tart. Yes. I've told you it was amazing. Yes. Uh, same thing happened to him. This girl showed up cosplaying as uh, Hell Strawberry, I think it was. There you and go. You're welcome. Same thing with him, man. He was blown away. He couldn't believe there was well, someone it's, cosplaying his, his book, it, you know? It transcends, you know, what you do. It brings it into the physical, and it's just yeah. amazing. And Alfonso. Uh, Alfonso in Toronto there, mm -hmm. uh, Studio Comics, same thing as book Night Spike. Yeah. There's this guy coming as Night Spike to the shows now. That's so and, cool. Yeah, so much fun. Eh? I was going to ask if you've talked to Ramon K. Perez yet. He's a Toronto guy. No, I haven't had a chance because uh, they're busy. They're super busy. You know what? Kick your way in there. in there. Tell him. Well, hometown boy. Scott Hepburn there, and he keeps bouncing around. Why, you know Ramon? Ramon, I don't know if he'll remember me. We've met a couple times. He told me to come visit him in his studio, but that All was right. about a year ago. So right, right. I'd love to pay the Raid studio. Are you familiar with Raid? No. If you walk down that alley there... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not familiar. Are they Toronto-based? Yeah, well, it's not really a they, but it is a they. So what it is is, uh, if you go actually... There's a lot of Canadians here, kids. A lot of Canadian artists down on the other Thank alley. Thank you so much. And if you notice, each of them have a logo for Raid on their thing. And what it is is literally a club. A bunch of Toronto artists back in the day got together, went into a studio, and just fucked around. Drawing, helping each other out, and just kind of like a think tank for comics. Okay. And I think the only original one left is Ramon. I think most of the original guys have moved on. But that's literally what it is. It's a Toronto-based club for the finest artists to get together and draw. And fuck well, around. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can I'm, I've been there, adopted. Man. Oh, you are. You don't even have to Jeez. defend yourself. You are a Canadian. My. I my feel friend. like I have to defend myself when people ask me about American politics. What's going on with Trump? You know, like I put him in charge or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, there's been a lot of anti-Trump cosplay. Good. Yeah, have you not seen any of it? No, I Superman's haven't. Superman's walking around with a sign 
and it's bald Donald Trump, and it says, don't vote Lex. That's like, stuff awesome. Stuff like that, yeah, man. No, it's, it's, it's scary around here. It's like comic book villains are com- becoming real. Yes, this individual is the head of Action Lab right here. Where? Oh, that guy? This guy right here. Jeez, I should be talking to him. Yeah, I said man. I was going to, too, darn it. Yeah, He's on my radar for, uh, for Bodhi Trolls, so. Oh, that could be interesting. Uh, bef- oh, I'll tell you later. No worries. It's not for the world. Not for the world to hear. Yeah, something's got to stay off the recorder. Nice. Which so, looks like a taser. Kind of, eh? Yeah. yeah you know, people have gotten fascinated by this, and I never expected it. Like, That's the neatest thing. Like, anybody, like, like I've done a few panels, and I'll just set this on the table to record. Yeah. Uh, like, particularly uh, Michael Bean. Yep, uh, yep. I did his panel down in Philly. That's awesome. And he sits down, and he's like, the panel started by him going, what is that? And I had to explain to him what this was, and Jonathan Frakes, same thing. If you don't do an interview with Carol Spinney, I will never forgive you. I will you. do it. Here's the reason why I haven't yet. He was in Grand Rapids, Yeah. and Jimmy was there, and Jimmy had just started the Ninja Starship pop. And you wanted to and give I, it to yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I wanted to let him have one that would just be him, because like, you you're going to have to listen after this weekend. There's going to be a lot of crossover interviews with uh, me, Drug on Comics, and Ninja Star, and Comics Pros and com- Comic Pros and Cons. Well, that's true, but... So uh, I try to consciously be the one to, like, delegate it, in a way, yeah. you know? So I'll hold off if I know... But I'm go- he's going to be around, so... I can't... I, I want to be there when it happens, because I have a connection with him. All right. Because I am friends with Allison Court, and her yes. first movie was Follow That Bird... No. With Carol Spinney. And and I have to get her still on the show as well. But that's yeah. amazing. She was involved. She was. Her, she was a farm girl with her little brother and Big Bird's hiding out on her farm. So they had like a big chunk of the movie together. So she was a big in that. Like she I don't was, remember the movie well. It's been far too It was 85. Decades, so that was a long yeah. time ago. But she I was like uh, seven. She would have been like 11 years old, I think. Maybe wow. 10. So she's not much older than us. She's then. a year older than me. Okay. So, she, yeah. Yeah, but she's the best. She's even been tweeting out this weekend saying, Go see Jay Foz, get at C2E2. She's one of my besties. I you love her. I don't, why do you think you make such good friends? Like, I've met all your friends, and they're just good, nice people. They're overly nice people, like Kat and Allison. I'm very loyal to these people, and I think they they see how much love I have for, for my friends and for Toronto. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I just, I don't know, maybe that's it. I can't tell you. I'm just, I love all these people it's so much. so warm, fuzzy, and cuddly. I'm adorable. A little pony troll. <laughs> it's semi-biographical that way. Very nice. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. More fun is going to be coming next month at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con with Mr. J. Fosgate. Can't wait. All right. Uh, Jay, Nelly, hey. weapon. How's it going? Pretty good, good, man. Like Searching for you forever, man. How's it going? I've been trying to stay here, but. Kind of running all over the place. Nice. You know? nice. How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Yeah. You got a minute to chat? Absolutely. Yeah. It's about time we chatted, man. Absolutely. It's been I think far so. too long. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's nice to finally meet you. It's nice to finally meet you. Is this your first C2E2? This is my first C2E2. It's exciting. Me it's too, awesome. Eh? You know, I, I love it. It's. I was uh, at New York last year, and I thought New York was the best. Right. This is the layout of this, and uh, you know, it's so much. It's it's cleaner. You know, like you, it's so easy to get everywhere. Um, and I know New York is bigger. Uh, but with Artist Alley kind of separate from everything, right on. you know, it made it, it was hard. Uh, it was hard for people to go to Artist Alley. Likewise, it was hard for people in Artist Alley. I guess I know people's biggest complaint was that when they were in Artist Alley, if they wanted to go to the bathroom or go get a bite to eat, 
they were away from their table for like a good hour and a half. See, that, you and that's have yeah. That. Yeah. You where here, like that. you can pop out, pop out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good, nice. but and we're carpeted. Yeah, I do this like is that. Amazing. Yeah, the red carpet Wendy's. is out for everybody. Nice. Do you have Wendy's in the states? Oh yeah. Uh, that's why they're one of my favorite restaurants. Super carpeted. They roll out the red you know, carpet. Yeah. I remember back in the day, they even had a salad bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. cool, man. It was cool. Um, yeah, New York's one I actually haven't had the chance to hit yet. Yeah, it's it's so. intense, and it's in a great spot, too, like where, you know, they have all the lunch trucks and everything out there, so when you do get oh, outside, right like, on. you have a variety of things to eat. But it's, uh, I mean, it's just huge. It's it's uh, San Diego, but it's it's very much geared toward the indie. Uh, right on. Yeah, the indie profession. Nice. Uh, where nice. San Diego, I feel like, if you're an indie, if you're an indie creator... You know, it's save your money. Don't table at San Diego because it's just so Hollywood. You got all of Hollywood's bringing out all their big things. You even have like the gaming industry. I mean, it's not PAX, but they're bringing out their games uh, yeah, yeah. during that. So people are so sensory overloaded with the mainstream right. that it's kind of hard for them to take time for the indie. Well, the bigger ones are so touristy, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, Fan Expo in Toronto. I mean, yeah, that's one that I'd really like to hit. Dude, you gotta come I heard that that's a, a good one. It's a fun show, yeah. but it's a monster. Yeah. You know, being one of the top three, it's... it's well, that's... Uh, I have, yeah, I have friends that live in Toronto, so it's one of those where if I could get a table, like it would be kind of like I could visit them and I could... Table yeah. at, yeah. Well, a whole bunch of Mich- You're in Michigan, yeah? Uh, Boston. Oh, you're Boston. Yeah, Boston uh, based. I just assumed you were part of the whole no, no, Michigan my, yeah, contingent. Yeah, no, they. You know what? I feel like I I've networked with so many people from Mich- Michigan, and it's been great. And that's why I love being here right now. Yeah. Is to be able to like meeting you and meeting Crystal O'Rourke and yeah. meeting Dirk Manning, like meeting so many people that I'm I'm friends with on Facebook. You're just right? meeting all these people. I'm just meeting them for Dude. the first time now, but it's like I feel like I've known them for so yeah. long. Yeah. yeah because yeah, you know the yeah. network that you build with them on Facebook, so. It's uh, this is wild, and uh, I said like even if I don't sell one comic book, just to be able to come out here and meet the people, yeah. uh, and you know sit down. I had a drink with uh, Jimmy McKnight last night okay, at the bar, right like, on. and it was just like it was like the, just the craziness of it, like where he comes up and you know, and, like I see him and I'm like, yo, and he's like he comes running over, gives a hug, and then we sit down, we have a drink, and it's like we've known each other forever, and that was the first time we actually really physically met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, the cool thing about Chicago is it's like, it's kind of central. Yeah. So I'm doing the same thing. I'm meeting many people I've known, like close friends, and yeah. like who I podcast with for the past, like, five years I've never met in person. Yeah. But there's something about Chicago being central that everybody you can, from yeah. all over comes, You don't have to take you know? a six-hour flight. You yeah. just take a two-hour flight. Yeah, so it's, it's nice. But I can't believe how many people I've got to meet this weekend. It's, it's great. You know, it's and I, bloody I, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I would love to make this kind of like, you know, my yearly thing to come to C2E2 because it's been awesome. Um, just everybody's here. Yeah, you know, it's nice. everybody. Well, it's a weird little twist. Uh, do, the people you know in Toronto are they artists or just no? They're friends? just friends. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I'm actually a missing Toronto Comic Con is this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. You know? yeah. So it was kind of a bit of a. I was like, no, oh. that's not the Fan Expo, right? This no, is just, this is like the smaller kind the of small version. one. See, it's I, probably I, about the size of this Toronto yeah. Comic Con. Oh, really? And Fan Expo is probably about two and a half of these. Wow. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a beast. Man. Maybe I'll yeah. go to the smaller one. Yeah. Well, it's a four day too. Oh, yeah. Fan Expo is a little easier. They added the four day. Spreads it out a little bit, you know. Yeah, the small ones are great. Like I, being from Massachusetts, there's a lot of little ones. There's uh, there's uh, Massive Con, there's uh, Super Mega Fest. Like there's these little ones that you know, being indie, like it's just as important to be there. Oh you know, yeah, like yeah. Where, So you've never done Motor City then? I've never done Motor City. Oh, no. you've got to do Motor City. Oh, dude. I'm gonna put it on my checklist. It's my absolute favorite con of the year. Uh, I mean, and I'm assuming that's in Detroit. That's in uh, well, it's in Novi, no. Novi, Michigan. Okay. Uh, I think it's just a little north of Detroit. It takes me about four hours to get there from Toronto. All right. So it's such an easy drive, right? Yeah, nice. But uh, yeah, there's something special about that con. There's, well, have you ever done Boston? No, I haven't done Boston. So that's a short. So for you, I mean, like now you got uh, Porter Airline. 
That's flies. what I took out here. Yeah, man. so you Daily take Porter Air, yeah. Like, yeah, and you could. Boston's a great show. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I'd and, love uh, to check out the city. And yeah. there's a lot of, in Boston again, like Boston, like here, there's a lot of people with that inner circle and network in the right. Midwest. Yeah. Boston has that inner circle of like the East Coast. Nice. So nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, if I'm unfortunately I'm not gonna be able to table at Boston this year because my my wife's due right around the same time. Oh, congratulations, Thank you. Man. I'm gonna have uh, first boy. Oh, I have a little right girl on. right now, and now I'm going to have a little boy. How old's the little girl? Uh, she's about to be three. Oh, yeah. I have a five-year-old boy. Yeah. yeah. yeah Does I it get better? Oh, Does yeah. it get better after well, three? Well, here's the thing. I don't know the girls, right? <laughs> well, I love to having a girl. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's been awesome, and I tell people when they're like when they're having a girl, I'm like, you might not have wanted to have a girl, but when you have the girl, you're going to be like, this is the best. Well, I hear that a girl is more mentally exhausting, and yes. boys yeah. are more physically. I could see that. Oh, yeah, Which I mean, is all I do. It's like having yeah. a chimp in your house. Yeah. You're just running around making sure it doesn't kill itself. That's going to be an interesting... I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. right now, it is, an, it is... She whines over it. Like, if she wants grapes, she's like, I want grapes. It's like, yeah. can you just ask nicely? Nice, nice. Like, if you ask nicely, you're going to get the grapes. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's that easy. If you're a boy, the boys just go and try They'll and just get, get the grapes. and make a mess. Yeah, you're like, you're like <laughs> oh, if you want to... He's the just eating the grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just applied for press. I wasn't planning on coming. Yeah. And I applied for press on a whim. And they're like, sure, come on down. That's awesome. So I was yeah. Like, hey, no. I might as well come check it, it out. The press meet a bunch passes. Of folks. They get press passes out. Uh, it's awesome that they do that. Mm-hmm. Like thirty-five bucks, and you, you know, you get a three-day pass. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you, and it makes you feel important. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're kind of like, eh, yeah. Well, there's no, there's no charge for the press pass. Oh really? At all. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know what? Yeah. I got the the the, the three-day pro pass. Yeah, which you, is still as good yeah. as pro being here and getting exactly. the stuff out. But that's you even better. I mean? You get the press pass. Yeah, 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 it's a good. I've been really lucky now. Uh, I do press here, Motor City, Toronto, uh, Denver. I did last year, Denver right. Comic Con. Uh, got the Great Philadelphia Comic Con oh, coming next month. That one, uh, I was invited to go to. Hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to that one because it's my nephew's 16th birthday, and I'm taking him to PAX. Oh, that's so, cool. So, yeah, oh, but uh, cool. I will be doing Greater Philadelphia every year after that. Sweet. That's, uh, uh, I talked to the guy, Stan. Stan is one of yeah, my very, Stan very is best the man, friends. and yeah. uh, he told me, he's like, any, any year you want to go, you're in. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I, I'm a home, I'm a Philadelphia guy, born and raised. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, my hometown. Right on, so, uh, yeah, I yeah. Go, It'd be great to come in for the weekend and have dinner with the family Dude, and so go fun. table yeah, at Great America. Yeah, for you, you know. And I really like Philly because uh, I do all the moderating yeah. and the hosting. And oh, stuff. really? Nice. Yeah, which is really, really nice. I just so. I want to do some panels, you know. Yeah, like, that's we'll, like, we'll look it up, man. Absolutely, Next, man. Not this year, 2017, yeah, 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 I'm looking yeah, forward yeah, yeah. to it. Super cool. All right, so let's talk about uh, the important stuff. The uh, important stuff. Tell the people about Salvagers. What is Salvagers? So Salvagers is, uh, it's, it's not where Star Wars, you have Rebels. In Star Trek, you have Explorers. In Salvagers, you have coworkers, and you, you know what it's like to work with coworkers. You don't always get along, and on top of it, you have a job to do of going out and cleaning up space in a hostile galaxy where there's militias and pirates and all sorts of dangers. Great concept. I appreciate really that. Is. You know, and I came up with the concept after uh, hitting some writer's block, and I wanted to write something. And I was at a bar, and the, the bar was kind of like a new age bar, and they had a TV, like a, one of those little tube TVs, but they never put the sound on it, but they put different movies on. Okay. And uh, they had Star Wars on, and it was towards the end, Death Star blows up. And I'm like, who the hell is going to clean that up? So I started conceptualizing a company. Harrier Salvage is a company. They are the leader in uh, the galactic salvaging. Okay. And then I started putting together a crew and, uh, you know, trying to figure out, like, all right, well, how is the dynamic of this crew? And then I'd apply, like, the people that I worked with, where I was like, you know, you got the grump, and uh, you got the guy, the IT guy who knows everything and doesn't understand why you can't get it. You know, like, it's, it's simple. Like, why can't you just get this? So, uh, you know, and then you got, you got the, the, the captain who 
is uh, he's an ex-Navy commander who was uh, dishonorably discharged, and I'll leave that for as the story course, goes on yeah. to learn you more about him. And, read yep. it, and then the pirate, the pilot is uh, you know you got a, a strong female character, uh, but the pilot is uh, that strong female character. But you learn towards the end of Volume One that she is um, on parole, and part of her work release is to pilot uh, essentially a junk ship. So, uh, so it's it's to build that and start creating. Uh, with the, I wanted to focus on the characters. Right. Uh, this like the, the action, and everything's great, but if you don't care about the characters, you're not going to keep reading right. it. So yeah, my yeah. my main goal was to make sure that it was character based awesome. and that you appreciated the characters and you wanted to see them win. Right. right and uh, yeah. and that's what I'm hoping that people are enjoying it. And uh, and I, I so far I haven't had anybody tell me that they hated it, so uh, it's a good thing. You know that's it's really cool when you can take a concept of like something like you're into. Like a lot of people just take Star Wars and do fan fiction or something. And it's cool that you were inspired and made something kind of original about it. Yeah. We got a signature. We need signatures. A live signature. Sign going it up. On Here you go. During my podcast. Very nice. Beautiful signature. Thank you. <laughs> There's an artist in Toronto named Jason Liu. And he does a book called The Pitiful Human Lizard. Oh, I think I know that. Yeah, yeah. He's really, really cool I think cool I know guy. that book. He also did a book uh, for fun. It was called Lou Harvest. Lou Harvest. And you know Blue Harvest, Blue, yeah. Star Wars? And what it is is it's from the perspective of just, like, the workers. He kind of was inspired by the Kevin Smith thing yeah. about, you know, how all those innocent workers were on the Death Star when it yeah, blew up. Yeah, exactly. So he did a bunch of stories. She wanted to, uh, to Athena, please. Oh. oh. What, you didn't personalize that shit? <laughs> Athena. Athena? Is it Athena? A T H E N A. N A. E N A. E N A. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's how it's spelled now. Here, <laughs> yeah. I have the worst penmanship ever, so I don't personalize them. Nice. I feel like I ruined the book. <laughs> but yeah, so he did that for fun. He did a whole story about uh, a whole book about the just like the workers, like yeah. the garbage men on the I Death like Star. That. So I want to yeah, yeah. pick that up. Yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. Is it still out? Like, can you pick you it up? You still get it. I'll get in touch with you. And, yeah, and definitely. You that's something I would love stuff. to read because yeah. that's the stuff yeah. that I like. I like that other side of it where there's, um, you know, that, that that other level, like where you had the main story. Thank you, Athena. Um, you had the main story, but then it's all the back shit going on. Yeah, you know? that's great. And that's kind of what Salvagers is. You know, it's you know you can imagine that there's more important things going on in this galaxy that they're living in, but these are this is another aspect of these are the cleanup crew yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out to do it. So that, I, that's why I would love to read that. Great, and uh, yeah. yeah, I'd love to send him it's one. Kinda, of mine, I like the it's like that uh, Powers or Powerless whatever show that's coming out where yeah. it's going to be like. In the Marvel Universe, but or DC, I can't remember which one, but they're like at the insurance company. Oh, really? That cleans up after all the superheroes. See, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like that, that, like that's a great concept, yeah. and uh, and those are the ones that I think that this generation is looking look, like likes more. I think they they like to they like to see something smart like that. I mean, because yeah, yeah. everything's been done, you know. So you got like they say like in the writing world it's like give me something that's the same thing but make it different right right so that's right. uh that's a brilliant concept yeah and, uh, it's fun man it's cool you're saying that about boston's kind of got that little community and you know michigan's got something special it's a little weird in toronto because it's so massive yeah you've almost got like i don't want to say cl like they're clicks but not like clicking you know yeah. what i mean but there's little like sections there's like a brampton crew yeah like a scarborough crew it's like gangs yeah 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 <laughs> it's like gangs well one of the funnest things about this podcast i get to do is it kind of 
unifies. So many that's, people have met through me just being like this. Yeah. That's, like now you'll go home and yeah. I'll send you a link to Jason Lou's stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the main and that's reasons I being love doing in this, this industry is that's what it's all about. I tell people all the time, like if you're an indie writer, if you're an indie comic writer and you're not reading indie comics, yeah. smack yourself in the face. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you need yeah. to like not only is it to support uh, other indie creators, but to see what else is out there. I mean, there's a lot of smart stuff out there. So much. And, uh, yeah. and you know, and it's on the same respect, it's learning what to do and also on the flip side of that, learning what not to do. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a very important to read comics right. when you're writing comics. Well, it's like that. I've met certain podcasters who've never listened to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, how do you be a podcaster and not listen to podcasts? Exactly. You know, weird. since I started doing the podcast, funny story, uh, I don't know if you want to edit this out, but um, I've been doing podcasts and I, whenever I listen to my podcast, I listen to other podcasts. What are you doing? No, no, I'm not doing. I, I do other pod, like other people's oh, when podcasts. You're yeah. Okay, so yeah. and I listen now. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving to work or when I'm walking to work. I got it like sound Doing thing dishes, and walking the dog. yeah. Like I listen to other people's. Uh, and one of the things I did was I was like, some other people sound so much better than me. <laughs> so I talked to a few of them. They're like, oh, you know, I got a blue Yeti. So I'm like. I'm going out and getting the Blue oh, Yeti. you just mean audio quality. Yeah, audio quality. Dude, thank you. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I, because when I listen to myself, I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. I sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so then I'm thinking, well, if I don't want to listen to it, other people are probably like, eh, I don't, you know what, I don't want to listen to it. So I went out and bought a Blue Yeti, and I'm like, now, I, and that's from listening to other people's podcasts and connecting with them to be like, why do you sound better than I do? Right, and right. I sound like I'm in the bat cave. Dude, you sound like you're in a oh, studio. I can't thank you so much yeah. for doing this. And that's for what I, all I, podcasters, we appreciate that so much. Well, and, yeah. I, and I told that's what I told Ruben. I'm like, if you if you're gonna do podcasts, like if you're mm-hmm. planning on doing more podcasts, be, pretend you're a professional yeah, and yeah. go out and get yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. a blue yeti. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got the little the little, little pancake thing that's right it's in front of it. Man. Get yeah, rid yeah. of the pops and the s's, exactly. you know, and I yeah, sound yeah. better. Now I'm like, now I like listening to myself. Yes. But it was yeah. like for the longest time I hated listening to my own podcast. Yeah, well, I go through that because like, like 80% of the interviews I do are through Skype. Yeah. Because it's people all over the continent and stuff, right? So sometimes it's like they're called through their phone. Yeah. It's like, eh, yeah, right. what are you going to do? I'll clean it up best I can. But yeah, yeah so we greatly appreciate when that well, happens. Well, and then the, the funny part about that was I took a picture of my Blue Yeti. <laughs> right, and I put it on Facebook, and all of a sudden I start getting all these messages. People like, I want to be on your show. I want to be on your show. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Like, my wife's like, are you starting a podcast too? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, the last thing I need is you to do something else. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing a podcast. Well, sweet. Well, we're gonna have to sit down and do an entire hour over the absolutely. Skype. Absolutely. I would. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would love me. that. Good. Before we take off, though, uh, just talk about the other people involved in Salvagers. So uh, we got George Acevedo. He uh, is out of Long Beach, California. We met through a dear friend of both of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Wendy Lau who I met at Sundance Film Festival, and she knew that I was working on a project, but my artist fell off, Okay. and she had just gone to, uh, I think it was like her five-year uh, high school anniversary, and she was like, well, I was just talking to my friend George, and he's looking to do a comic, so that kind of married us together. Perfect. And then we were doing it, George was doing the lettering, and uh, we were going to have it black and white, because I just didn't have the money to do any coloring, Right. and I had uh, the, the Sika, she contacted me and said she'd love to color it. And uh, I said I didn't have any money, and she's like, well, I'll do this one for you at a discounted price, something we could both afford. She did it, and I was like, wow, that pops. Like, it looks so much better. Then HDE, who is one of my favorite people in the comic industry, he's a letterer, he's a character, he's an awesome guy. Nice. Um, I don't know why I always am plugging him so much. Because you like he him. Just, he sure. does great work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people get tired of him. Like, yeah. I'm always kissing Michigan's ass, but exactly. I love it there. But he, so uh, so he, saw me, he saw me posting some pages on Facebook 
and he took it and he was like, your lettering is horrible. He's like, you need, he's like, who's doing your lettering? And I said, I was like, George is doing it. He's never lettered anything before. And he's like, please let me letter your comic. He's like, it's giving me irks just looking at it. So I did. And he's like, and again, I was like, I didn't have the money. And he's like, I'll do it at a discounted price. And now, like, ever since then, I, I tell indie creators, like, do not skimp on lettering. Lettering is just as important as anything else. In your eyes script. are probably paying more attention to the letters than there's know, there's comics that I've read that them, in yeah. the first page I'm like I'm I'm like I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm like totally. I, the, the lettering it looks it looks great. The lettering just confused me. I don't know who's speaking. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you really do want to pay attention to the lettering. It's very important. That's awesome. But uh, you know that's a great crew. And um, on volume, George had to quit because he got a promotion at work. And he said, he's like, if I'm going to do this, it's going to take eight months to do one issue. Uh, so he agreed that we should look for a new artist. So I have a new artist for issue five, the beginning of volume two. His name's Chris Jevona, and he's out of, uh, he's actually out of um, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, cool. And uh, he's an awesome artist. And if you look at us, uh, if you look at us on Instagram uh, at Salvager Series, or if you look at us on Facebook at Salvager Series, uh, you'll see his work on there. And it's, it's close enough to, it's, it's, uh, it's. We're going in a step in, a, in the right direction, but it's not so different. Like, it's not Mike McNola and Jim Lee different. Right, right, Like, it's right. close enough that, you know, it, you won't think, like, whoa, we just yeah, really yeah. changed things. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's the same type of art style. So That's cool, man. We're very, uh, Where very can people happy. pick it up? You can, uh, you can get physical copies at salvagers.bigcartel.com, and you can also get T-shirts there, and I sign everything, and I ship nice. it directly to you. And if you're a digital guy, we uh, we are on Comicsology, yep. and uh, you can search either Thick Light Productions or you can look for Salvagers, and uh, you'll see us on there. And we're hopefully we'll have some new issues up soon. Very very cool, dude. It is so cool to finally meet you, Absolutely, finally man. talk to you, and we'll sit down. We'll do a full hour with the Absolutely. wonderful Bob Sally that is a bucket here. List. And uh, I'll be back in a bit to pick that up, sure. just because I can't carry them all around. No, no, no so worries. Don't sell them out. I won't. No, no. I'll, I'll keep one for you. Very cool. Thank awesome. You very much. Thanks, Bob. Josh Dahl. Yes. How's the show going, sir? It's going okay right now. It's going okay. okay. You enjoyed the weekend then? Uh, there were parts of it I kind of did not enjoy. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, this strip of red pathway in front of us, yes. I've recently dubbed it the Fury Road. Okay. Because <laughs> there are times in the day when it's just traffic, just yeah. move, and it's all of my work is, hi, come on over, hi, you can hear my voice. Oh, yeah, you're it's losing it, man. Ragged. You're losing it's it. It's bad. Yeah, you've been working, so, huh? how's it going? Want to check out some Rapid City comics? <laughs> come on over, take a look. Sorry. No, it's, <laughs> go ahead. This is, this is more important than uh, what we're doing. Flip through that, ask me any questions. I'm involved in a podcast. No, you can talk. Go, whatever. It's uh, a supervillain revenge yeah. drama. If you like supervillains and you like revenge, just start reading it. I don't even care. <laughs> Times. So ups and downs. So but that's con yesterday. Life yesterday was a pretty rough haul. Today it's been a lot more low key. Yeah. And honestly, I think there's been a lot more just casual curiosity and interest. Okay. It's been a little bit easier of a fight. Okay, that's good. Is this your first C2E2? This is my first C2E2. Right on. Dude. I did a, a Wizard World Chicago way back in the day. Okay. But uh. Yeah, this is my first. This is my first time taking Rapid City off of the East Coast. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, wow. Where are you central located again? I'm out of Boston. That's right, right. 
Because, uh, do you know Bob Sally? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I was just, yeah. All right, I wasn't sure if you guys were, you know. But, yeah, I didn't even realize he was from Boston, too, so. Yeah, no, I, 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 I always love, I, I haven't worked with Bob, but I always love getting his insight. Go ahead, grab anything, flip through, ask questions, pick stuff up and flip through it. Notice hair twins. Oh, look at that. Come on, you gotta, you gotta respect that. Pretty good. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's it's so hard. <laughs> Just have it all day. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But overall, will you have considered it a successful weekend? Or? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make my money back. Right, right, right. Um, it's okay. It's all right. I've met people do? talk, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. podcast stuff. Talk, That's talk, how you got to roll, man. Fill up the mailing list. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty good. I will... Try to come back and get a table in Artist Alley next year. Cool, cool, cool. Do you do much in Boston? Is there like a show in Boston you do? Or? Oh, yeah, there's the Boston Comic Con. Okay, cool. It's cool. so infuriating to all of us in Boston. Right. I'm not a native Bostonian. Okay. But na- all native Bostonians, though they deny it, suffer from Little Brother Syndrome with New York. Okay. Nobody. You know what? Toronto gets that too, okay. man. We feel it too. I hear you. Nobody thinks Boston is a real city. Okay. They just think it's the set. Of Ben Affleck movies. <laughs> they don't actually know that anything happens there. Right. So, the Boston Comic Con is an awesome con. Sure. It's it's not this size, but it's pretty big. Right. It's very, very well attended. Great crowds, great creators. It gets zero press. Right. You didn't even know it existed. I guess not. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's major creators there. Like, I met Scott Snyder there two years ago. Oh, yeah? Like... There's big stuff going on, yeah. and just the press refuses to cover it. You mean like the outside press, or they don't push themselves enough? Or? The local press covers it. The local press covers it enough that when I worked that table there, many people come by and I say, "What brought you? To, what, why are you here?" And they go, "I don't know. I just wanted to check it out." Yeah, okay. I just like there's enough people with a positive enough attitude towards it in the city that they just. Ah, What's Saturday? Let's go down to the Comic Con. What yeah, the heck? Sure, sure. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm going to go off on it now because I think it's a great show. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Push it. Here, somebody's walking by. I'll be like, hey, do you want to check out some comics? They'll be like, I'm into wrestling. Or like, no. There? Anyway, I'll see people coming who I know for a fact they're there because they're into Supernatural. Right. They want a Supernatural shirt. And they go, sure, what's this? Nice. And they'll check it out. They're yeah. like, the, the anime video game kids, I have no idea what that thing is, or, like, yeah, they're speaking yeah. another language. Totally. They'll check it out. Right. Everybody, it's like, everybody's there to do their favorite thing, and they're checking out each other's favorite thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a really yeah, positive yeah. show. That's cool, man. That's a lot like Motor City. Oh, yeah? It's a very positive show. Okay, I haven't done... like, kind of wants, wants to hold each other up, right? Awesome. It's not, yes. like, competitive. Yeah. It's, let's, as a community... Let's try to help everybody out and support everybody. It's one of the biggest things I push on this podcast to just any regular listeners that I have who do just attend cons yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah. Be prepared to try throwing down five, ten bucks on a book that just looks cool. Yeah, just do it. That's a little bit of support. It helps. And who knows? You may find something you fall in love with without knowing. And it knowing. feels cool. Yeah. It feels cool to just be now I'm part of that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know? So, you know, you got you to... Gotta, because Fan Expo in Toronto, yes. that's one of the big problems. 
is that it is so big and so touristy in a way oh, okay. that you get a lot of looky-loops, right? It's it's a lot of just the constant, you see this current flow through Artist Alley. The Fury Road. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of rough. Like, people will do okay, but I've never heard someone come, well, a few people will come out of Fan Expo being like, oh, I had a killer right, right. week, but it's more like this, like the bigger shows, you almost like it's you're investing in advertising. In a way, right? Yes. You kind of have yes. to let that go. Charge to the game. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's tough. So I'm always pushing that. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I have a picture, of you guys. Here, hold this for a second. Yeah, yeah, so okay. We're on the floor of the C2E2 convention in beautiful, sunny Chicago, where currently. Um, But hold on, watch the shining again carefully. They are not twins. They're not even close. They're not the same height. Yeah, they, now yeah. they look like today. Yeah, they're, they're two. Sisters. Right. Even even if you're so sorry, no, twins are so scary that when you see them, you just you think they're twins. No, Awesome, awesome. I can tell you, you're proud of scaring kids. She's a little bit ashamed. You're like, we scare kids. She's like, oh. awesome. Great job, guys. That's pretty scary. Hey, nicely done. Cool, man. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, well, while we're here, uh, give yeah. people your elevator pitch on Rapid City. Rapid City Below Zero is a supervillain revenge drama about Icicle, a female supervillain who gets betrayed by another supervillain, Coil. Her boyfriend is murdered. Her crew is murdered. She's left for dead. She sets out to get revenge. She first survives the initial betrayal, gets her head right for living a life of revenge, and begins to gather allies in her attempt to take down Coil. Right, right. Dude, nothing like a good revenge tale, eh? It's, it's got to be something juicy to write and It's create, so you know? much fun to go so dark. It's so, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to go too literal, literary, but, like, I love Hamlet. Yeah. I love the, like, sure. the question of, like, Take a look. Enjoy. Take a look. Flip through, man. There you go. Grab it. Pick it up. A tale of revenge. Do you like it? Watch yeah. this. Yeah. Do you like revenge? I can do a yeah. revenge. Do you like supervillains? I like cool ones. Who's your favorite supervillain? Huh, it's hard to choose. You know what? I'll pick Reverse Flash. He's a real cool guy. There you go. Reverse Flash. Okay. I'm not a Reverse Flash expert, but I know he's some. He's basically a scientist who, from the future who hates the Flash for some reason. Uh-huh. He really hates the Flash. Why? Do, well, do we ever get into the, the reasons of it? Well, the reasons, the reasons pretty much, he's, the Flash is celebrated because he's the villain, and due to crazy time travel stuff, he's obsessed with going back in time to kill the Flash because he's hated. It's, it's kind of difficult to figure out, actually. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. The, the mechanics of time travel are hard to figure out. The motivations of villainy aren't. It's just pettiness. It's, yeah. I hate him because I think I deserve something and he has it. Right. That's, a, I mean, that's, if you look at, like, 
was like disgusting public shootings and stuff that happened. That's what it is. It's, I think I should have those pretty girls, and he has them. It's, I think I should have, yeah. I think I should have the respect of the community, and he has it. Yeah, nice. And it's people who can't accept that personal responsibility of, you know, if I want those pretty girls, I'm going to have to take a bath and learn some social skills, or, or just, or you know what? I could go reverse flash and go after them. So, one of the things that I love to do in real life and in writing my stories is I like to try to figure out why bad people are bad. Because no one, like, not no like... apparently bad. They, that whole, like, he's insane. It's almost no one is actually insane. Right? Yeah. People do things for reasons. So, in my book, in uh, uh, Rapid City Below Zero, the first issue... A lot of it is spent flashing back to Icicle's childhood, where we see the messed up circumstances that led her to think a life of crime was a good idea. Ah, okay. Nice. Take a look at that. Excellent. Picture. Check Break it out. Down. All that for three bucks, kids. Well, three, six, Hell nine. Of a deal. That out? What's it breaking out? Three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, I, want, yeah. you want to keep all three bucks? I'm doing multiplication over Where here. can people get it? Uh, it's available on Comicsology. If you go to um, belowzerocomic.com, you can order it, order paper copies from me. Right, right. Um, and, of course, conventions, anywhere I'm going to be. Yeah. Or in this situation, where you just drop $3 on a table and you take that shit home, kids. Exactly. Very cool. Kids, please go check out Rapid City Below Zero. Fantastic stuff from a very, very fantastic fellow, Mr. Jeff. Oh, thank Stahl. you. Dude, always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Love talking. We'll do it again very soon. Sometime. I'd love to come back. Thank All you. All right, good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Ryan Lee. That's me. My easily my favorite artist working today. Well, thank you. And flattered. Hey, yeah, you're just so good. How's the weekend going, man? It's going awesome. This is probably my best show I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I'm hearing so. a lot of that. Yeah. I'm hearing it's a good good show. For, well, this artist alley is a mess. You gotta gotta sell something. <laughs> yeah, it's giant. It's been really cool. I, I I get a lot of repeat people like getting more work from me every time I come here, which is amazing because even before I get to the show, I'm already kind of I'm already kind of uh, making money, which is nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, at least yeah. I you know it's nice to pay for your all your expenses. You know, and dude, I'm not surprised. Your artwork's probably a little bit addicting once you start getting the originals and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I I appreciate it. It's nice. Just it's cool having. It's cool like. Building a rapport with people too, you know For what sure. I mean. So yeah, yeah. I love that. It's it's nice to see people. They kind of they become your friends a little bit, you know. Or oh yeah, I at, so at the least friendly acquaintances, you know. Yeah, so you recognize people at other shows. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, it really builds that sense of community. So yeah. I'm all for that. It's excellent. Okay, so we might have talked about this. We met at Motor City. Was it two years ago? I think. I think it was two. Yeah, was it two years ago? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Now. And my but, friend Derek is like, okay, you gotta come meet Ryan Lee and check out this book, Naturals and stuff. Yep. Which I do, and the second I look at your work, uh, just my kind of cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? It's, cool, it's, thanks, man. It's, okay, how do we describe it to people? It's it's extremely detailed, it's, but creative as fuck. That's oh, what thanks, I love what you're man. doing. I don't understand thanks. how these things come out of your brain, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Are don't you know. just always daydreaming and imagining? or A little bit. I mean, some of it, I mean, when I, I don't know, if I do a commission or I'm doing like a cover, I try to do something... I don't know. It's I work at trying to make it look different. You know what I mean? Okay. So it is conscious, like it's I, a conscious like, decision. I okay. wish I, w- I it just flew out of me, and I know that there's guys where there's 
they can just go and it's amazing but I I don't know I'm I try to look around and you know see what's out there and just try to make something unique I mean I don't always succeed but I don't know I try to give it my best shot you know yeah, yeah. I feel like my work is a little bit polarizing because it's you know you just kind of weird sometimes. Well, it's not your typical, <laughs> it's not your typical, at least mainly your originals and stuff and natural, it's not your typical comic book art at all. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a comic book, but it's just it's something a little more to it. It's like, okay, while you, say you got a picture you know you're going to do, do you, is there a lot of pre-thought or are you kind of coming up with stuff as you're drawing and be like, I oh, try to, really yeah, cool? Yeah, I kind of get an idea of, of I get an idea in my head, or I, I'll do some research on stuff sometimes. I'm big on that, depending on what it is. And um, Yeah, I get kind of a, a general idea. Usually my thumbnails are basically just ideas. They're like, they're complete scribbles. There's no, I see other people's thumbnails, and they're kind of figured out, you know, composition-wise and everything. Right. And mine are usually just like a basic kind of scribble, and then I go in and refine it. And, but I want to get that idea down. I think concept is, is a big thing. and right. I don't know if that's from my background in uh, advertising and okay. doing editorial yeah. illustration when I first got out of school and stuff, but uh, I don't know, it's, I try to try to put a little thought in everything I do, you know? Like, I don't want to take away in any way from how much hard work I'm sure you put into drawing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you have, you know, tried to further and evolve and get better over the years, but you have an obvious natural talent. Well, you know thank I mean? you. Like, I mean... You, this isn't... You, you're obviously the kind of artist where I'm assuming you started pretty damn young. Yeah, my parents said I... I was drawing. They remember me like starting drawing like when I was around two. Two. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you know, I was probably. I think a lot of kids do. <laughs> so that's not unique. No, let me. Okay, here's something. Uh, that's that not too unique. I have a five-year-old son. Yeah. And he's really, really artistic, and he draws like crazy. Yeah. And sure, he's just doing kind of stick figure kind of stuff, yeah. but it's the, it's the small details I see him putting in yeah. that makes me think okay he might he might have something with this you know yeah. Like, yeah. like he did when he was young he did uh, four green stick figures and I was like okay what are those and then he starts adding and then he drew the colored band lines yeah. and then two lines coming out of the head and it was Ninja Turtles yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? And just paying attention to the fact that this is here when he's, like, three years old. Like, oh, yeah. It's you know cool what I mean? They, it's cool what they pick up, and that's kind of when you know a good character design, too, is when a kid can draw it, and they pick up on just these little subtle little cues, and from, it's like a minimalist version of those characters, you know? And you're like, wow, they can break it down to these basic shapes, and you still know what it is by... You know, it's usually a little bit of color mixed in with like whatever oh, yeah. basic well, shapes. Yeah, yeah. But my, I have I have a four-year-old son, and he, I mean, you can see the aptitude even from like drawings on the wall. Like he, I can tell he's not really into it, or at least not right now. And that's fine. You know, everyone's yeah, different. Yeah. So, but my daughter is. She's a little bit older now, but she, she started drawing earlier. She was drawing more. Um, so yeah, I guess. I guess you can kind of see, like, when kids have some sort of knack at a, at a young age, you know. But my parents always encouraged me, and they never were like, why are you going to art school? Why are you doing that? Like, and I couldn't blame them, because art school is ridiculously expensive and a humongous gamble. It is, big time. Yeah, you're taking a risk. You, you, you know, are. As an artist, sure, you may have a nice, comfortable life and do well, but you are rolling the dice. You know? Yeah. It could be a long, hard road. So. Yeah, it's it is and it is. <laughs> okay, so obviously you've worked for years and you know naturals and everything. Yeah. Uh, how does yeah, it feel when that road finally leads to the opportunity to get involved with the humans? Uh, 
Oh, it was the best. When I got that email, I, I did, like, well up. Because it felt like, you know, it's just the hustle of doing stuff. I was just like, I didn't, I never really feel like I made it because I know this business is filled with stops and starts, stops and starts. And, you know, obviously I only did, like, a little bit of work for them. But it was cool, and it's gotten me other opportunities to work with some cool writers and do do a lot of work for Valiant and everything leads to other things you know and, and that's not to say that that door is closed forever either you know it's just yeah this business is fickle and um, and that's fine I'm fine with that I know I understand you know just from I just know how things go and I try not to get too precious about stuff and worry about it as long as I'm busy working and I always feel like I'm putting out new material it's, that's a good feeling you know, so. but yeah that it ends up going um, on the opposite end of that I'm doing a lot of work for uh, Valiant um, doing some covers uh, character design um, and who knows what's what's down the pipe with them you know exciting so. times I think there's a lot coming down the pipeline so the name that people will know it can't not it's just so fucking talented oh, thanks, man. man I'm sorry no, I know I'm flattered. I, I know I know crazy it. but see um, like I was huge Mad Magazine kid Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just that it was a funny magazine and jokes. I loved the art. Because I, I draw a little. I mean, I, you know, I didn't stick with it enough to ever do anything pro. Sure. But, you know, I was an artistic kid and drew a lot. And a lot of it was copying that magazine stuff. Like the detailed caricatures and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that was the first thing I kind of thought. Not that you're drawing caricatures. You know what I mean? No, that, no, no. I, I don't. That, that appeals is, uh, to me utter, That is a complete compliment. Yeah. I grew up. I grew up reading comics, of course. But, I mean, we didn't, when I was younger, I mean, my parents didn't take me to a comic shop, and there wasn't one that was close or anything like that. Um, but we would go to the party store, as we call it, in, in the States, which is like, you know, it's just like a convenience store where they have snacks and whatever, all sorts of crap. But that was a time when they did have some comics, but they always had Mad and Cracked. And um, I started out when I was younger, I would say that Cracked does skew more to, like, a younger like, when I was in elementary school, I would pick up crack. Some of the humor was even above my head then. Um, but I grew up, like, worshipping those and staring at, like, John Severin. He was one of my favorites of Bill Ray and Bob Fingerman in Cracked. Like, I probably read more of that when I was younger than I did comic books just because of accessibility. Because they were at all the grocery stores, Cracked. And, and then as I got older, and I could actually get jokes. <laughs> because some of it, a lot of the, like, movies and stuff in Mad were a little bit over my head or above, like, stuff I couldn't see, you know what I mean? There'd be, like, spoofs on, like, Fatal Attraction. I had no idea, like, what, what that was. And that's what... we were laughing at the different names and silly shit. Yeah, and just the stuff they said and just the absurdist humor of it. And, of course, like, artists like Mort Drucker and... Um, yeah, 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 all those guys at, at Mad were just so good, and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Don Martin, and, uh, yeah, was, I love all that stuff, all of it, so. That's totally my cup of tea, man, too. Spy versus Spy. Absolutely, you know? I, I just, it amazes me, like, I don't know, people can draw comic book stuff, and you see it, and a lot of it does look the same, and when you see something so original like this, it just, it, it, it piques your interest, you know what I mean? Yeah, thanks, man. So, Ryan, I'm really excited to see what you got coming up in the future, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of it. Thanks, so, thanks, Jason. Thanks, thank you so much yeah, for taking the time, Thank dude. you, dude. Ryan Lee, where online can people check out your stuff most? Um, 
I post probably most to like Instagram and Twitter now, so I think I, I'm at Riley Arts at, on Twitter. Right. And then, uh, here, let me look at the back of my business card, because everything's like a variation on my name. Right. There's another Ryan Lee artist, so don't... Oh, really? Look him up. He's amazing. Okay. He's amazing. Nice. He does a lot of entertainment illustration, but my stuff is usually Rai Rai or Rai, so at uh, RileyLeeArts.tumblr.com, Instagram, Rai Rai Lee Art, or Twitter, at Riley Art. That's I recommend the Instagram kids because uh, this is stuff you want to see. So yeah, I I, uh, I recommend that too because uh, you get the art minus all the opinions, and that's nice. kind of how nice. I like it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> when are you gonna come to Toronto, sir? I don't know. Do it. Maybe this up. year. Come on Maybe up. Maybe this year. Good times. That's Ryan Thank Lee. You. Everybody, check him out. Yeah.